0: from out of our minds and imported into your ears is tabcast 47 on which we revisit several played games discuss the best games for your holiday season and we do a live playthrough review of harbor This is Tabcast forty-seven. Welcome, listeners. I'm Fred, I'm joined by my wife
1: Nicole. That's
0: right, and I am back from Orlando. Mm-hmm. Can you believe that? I went to like basically right in the heart of a tourist trap. Like it's called Universal Avenue.
1: But you didn't actually go to Universal Studios. Or no, I'm
0: taking take it back. It's not Universal Avenue. It's International Drive.
1: <laughs> it's totally different <laughs> otherwise i was like well why didn't you go to harry universal potter?
0: avenue is nearby the uh international be like
1: the, by harry potter right
0: it's near harry potter but you didn't go no
1: you didn't just not tell me you went when you i didn't really... go i didn't go okay i'm just curious okay i've never been i want to go
0: enough of the spotlight get this get this heat lamp off me <laughs> <laughs> i know what i did international drive and it's it's uh it's just a big strip of of you know Tourist trap restaurants, and there's a Wonderworks, which is like an upside down building designed building kind of thing. Like a
1: Ripley's, believe it or not, kind of thing.
0: Kind of, yeah. And but uh, different? It's different because it's not like, hey, here's strange stuff. It's more like, hey, experience a hurricane, experience an earthquake, lay on a bed of nails.
1: I like that stuff. That's fun. Well,
0: yeah. And I've been there before because this isn't the first time I've been to this international drive. This is the second time. Oh. The first time I went to Wonderworks, the second time I didn't. Okay, no. The only thing cool I did was, and I mentioned it last time, as I went to Mac Sabbath. Right, and it was it was a lot of fun. It looked cool. That was a good show.
1: You didn't post any pictures.
0: I did on my personal account. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go.
1: Do you want me to put one on Instagram?
0: You could do whatever. You I'm, I'm going to
1: do that. I'll do that for you.
0: Mac Sabbath was definitely the <laughs> highlight of my trip down there, and it was a it was a work trip, so it, it was mostly like. You know, work a really, really long day and try to squeeze something in at the end of the day every time. Right. So.
1: <coughs> and Plus, I just missed you the whole time. Right. Plus, Very I trucked sad. it, so
0: we we did two days of driving in and two days of driving out in a, in twenty four foot trucks. So
1: I watched horror movies by myself.
0: You're so brave
1: because it was Halloween.
0: <laughs> You're so brave.
1: It was Carrie. It's not that scary. The original <laughs> sissy SpaceX sissy spacek Carrie. Blech.
0: Right. Right. Not we that don't... new one don't need those new ones.
1: You know, it's just there's a certain movie. charm that you lose <laughs> when you re- do those remakes. And I get why they do well, it, but because like the new the 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 kids of this generation don't want to watch your old crusty movies. Well,
0: let's think about one that was but, like done in our time. So, uh like King Kong. Okay, the King Kong was like this, you know, really It's cool because it's like this stop animation gorilla thing and climbing up a building and all that stuff in black and white. Mm -hmm. But then they redid it in like 1975.
1: Was it 75? Yeah. Are you sure?
0: Yeah. Okay. And And it was a lot nicer. And they kind of did some blue screen kind of effects and stuff and made it like a lot more natural looking, you know. Right. But I don't know. I mean, you know.
1: But that's like taking something that's, you know, stop motion <laughs> right? and making it, you know, just trying to do more with the effects, which I mean, I guess they were trying to do more with the effects in this one too, but why would you need to? Right. The latest, just a bunch of Kong, blood the latest King Kong,
0: the latest King Kong was, uh, was the that Jack, Jack Black, Black one, one and they used like a computer animated gorilla, right? And
1: that part was cool, but the rest <clears> of it was just like, they, I don't know, it kind of... Ruined the movie for me. Did it? Yeah, I didn't enjoy it that much. I mean, it was okay. It was I watched it, but huh. yeah,
0: but if I, I were I going to,
1: if you were going to sit me down and say you have to pick one of these three to watch <clears> again, <throat> honestly, I'd probably pick the old janky stop motion animation. Yeah, just because <laughs> why not? I know. So I don't know. Probably. But then again, if it hadn't been for those newer ones, we would never have known that old one would have existed. Well, right. we probably would have because we were like in cinema classes and stuff in college. So. <laughs>
0: Well, Nicole, guess what? What? 2.5 weeks till Thanksgiving. For us. Right.
1: Because we live in Kansas City. Now we have Canadian listeners who also celebrate Thanksgiving, but they did it last month.
0: Weirdos. I know. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Just savagery. (laughs) Whatever.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, it's still October, but I mean, is it too early for a pumpkin pie at that point? I mean, the pumpkins, I guess, are... Do they have pumpkin pie in Canadian Thanksgiving? They never covered that on How I Met Your Mother. I don't know, and all I know about other countries I learned from TV because I'm pathetic. Right. <laughs> Anyhow,
0: <laughs> the uh, and also seven weeks till Christmas. Right today, seven weeks exactly and until I'm Christmas.
1: Pretty sure that's the same in Canada.
0: <clears throat> right Just now the holidays her. are upon us. They are. That's that's for tr- that, That's for sure. Are you ready?
1: No. No, you're not ready. I have a list of like two things to get people.
0: The good news is despite being, like, in Orlando and being right on the eve of all these holidays, you know, our our sequence of holiday after holiday, you and I still got some games played, didn't we? We did. Let's listen. We like to game with gods. We like to game with dice. So this is what we say. But when the chips were gone and the sun came up, hey, let's see what God played. All right. So let's start off with this. Uh, We... Got the expansion called "At Your Orders" for the Grizzled. There's it on your orders. Eh, I don't know. Buy your orders. <laughs> Order up. No, it's not that.
1: Order me a sandwich. It's
0: not. I think it's called "At Your Orders."
1: How do you not know this? We you just don't played know it. this Where's the game? It's they over. Get it upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going up there. You better look it up real
0: quick. But we got it. We got it to the table. <laughs> Tell us about it, Nicole. You're terrible at this.
1: I'm terrible at this. We know this about me. Yeah. I play the games and I forget how to play them like a minute later. It's basically take the original game. Yeah.
0: It's at your orders.
1: That's what I said.
0: I said at your <laughs> orders.
1: <laughs> take the original game and then order people around. No. Is that what This happens? is
0: the big difference. I'll just jump in here because she's Thank not you. going to. the uh... Don't put me
1: on the spot like that. The sir. big
0: difference is there's a uh, there's the addition of these mission cards. Yes. And you get them in three different difficulty levels. There's, you know, several of each. I think there's like 15 or so of each of these cards. And there's they also have a little formula chart to make the game more difficult. They have a beginner, a medium, and an expert level of these mission cards. And you mix and match. You shuffle each uh, difficulty, and then you deal them into a pile... Like, let's say four easy cards, four medium cards, and four hard are is the normal game.
1: Which is not what we did. Right.
0: You deal all that in, you shuffle it all up, and then you draw, every, at the start of each turn, the mission leader for the turn, who's going to be like the person who determines what the difficulty level is, like uh, how many cards get placed in each player's hand to play out during the turn. That person gets to pick one of the two mission cards in, that they draw off the top of the mission deck the one they don't pick goes right back on top and everybody has to deal with it. Uh, The next mission mission leader will possibly have to deal with that. So bad ones will just keep floating back into your hands and limit how many new ones you have. Mm -hmm. Um, The missions are... I don't know. they I mean, some, some of them are not that bad and some of them are awful. Some, some of are them awful. are
1: really good. And some of them are like, oh, right. geez.
0: Like the easy ones usually provided almost a bonus to you.
1: Right. Like like,
0: like you don't lose from gas masks. Was right. One of them You're immune
1: to gas masks. So you can, I mean, if you've got, you know, if you had a whole lot of gas masks in your hands mm-hmm. between the, you, your, who whoever's playing. And we had to play with a dummy partner. Right. So
0: a, quick, a quick summary, just so anybody who didn't hear us talk about the grizzled, and I know I talked about it. They should you just go back and listen to it. You basically just have these two stacks of cards that are on top of a face-up card. One's a War Memorial, and one is the Dove of Peace. And what you're trying to do is uh, empty the stack above the Dove of Peace before the War Memorial comes up and signifies the death of your company. Right. And you're doing this by, you you every turn you try to play out as many cards as you can out of your hand onto the table, but you can't. Everything has, there's six different symbols. There's three different environments and three different uh, challenges on the cards marked by a background for the environment and the symbol on it, you know. So there's like rain, the
1: snow, and night.
0: Right. And then there's bullets, whistles. daytime.
1: And... There's another one too. <clears throat> there's daytime, there's rain, rain there's snow. Rain, snow, and night are
0: the three environments.
1: There's a daytime one no, too. No, but it
0: has nothing. It's It doesn't count. That doesn't stack. So is there four? There's three environmental things. If it shows daylight, there's no effect. It's nothing bad.
1: I never even paid attention before. I know. Okay. And then there's bullets,
0: <laughs> gas whistles. masks, whistles. Right. 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 So you can't have... The, during the play of the, <laughs> each turn, each player is playing cards out of your hand, and you have to keep your hand secret. You and can't talk about it. <laughs> while you're playing cards down, you're trying not to match more than three symbols of any of these challenges. Or three, three, three of the challenges, and so you can't have three rain cards. If you have three rain cards, then the mission gets washed out, and all the cards that you just played get put back on top of the peace, the little peace deck. What's what's called your trials deck. The other deck is called your moral reserve. Right. And uh, at the end of every uh, or morale reserve, I guess. At the end of every. Uh, of every round of play you're going to play a a number of cards from the moral reserve back on top of the peace deck equal to the number of cards that are still left in people's hands because you have to withdraw you have to say i I have to withdraw because i'll I'll ruin the mission if i don't now this one adds in missions that, that can help you or hurt you so sometimes it'll add an extra symbol etc to the game, you know, just do bad things. Sometimes it moves a card from this stack deck to that deck or whatever. You know, there's a whole variety of these things. Yeah, and sometimes
1: it'll like I don't know. The easy ones you're right. They're like a lot more helpful. I like right. that immunity one. That was the best.
0: Right. And so that's that's the main thing it does. is right. give you this sort of focus to your mission where you're, you you f- are focused to the quote unquote mission that you were always doing. Where it's telling you this, and it also tells you how many cards minimum of difficulty you have to do, so before a the mission leader could say, "Oh well, we did so bad last turn, we're only going to do one card right you know, and then everybody gets dealt one card and you go back into the next mission. this one tells you how many you have to do minimum right you can as mission leader choose to go above that, but
1: but most of the time minimum. you don't want to do that
0: <laughs> um. <laughs> so some of the things that it does in addition to the mission cards, which which is pretty cool, uh, it adds, uh, you always have speeches. So like when someone is the mission so leader sorry. and you finish a mission and you go to the next mission, you have to pass the leader token to the next person and you get a speech token. A speech token allows you to like during your next mission as your turn, you can say, I give a rousing speech concerning the rainfall and everyone can look in their hands and discard, other than the person who gives the speech, and discard a card that matches that whatever you say, like rainfall or gas masks or whistles whatever, or whatever. Whichever
1: one you actually say, yeah.
0: Right. And if they can, they they, they discard them and they're removed from the game. So <clears throat> another thing, so those always happen now. When the, In the old game, when you would give a speech, the speech token was removed from the game, so you could only ever give up to five speeches in a two-player game. In this one, you get one as long as you have turns. Uh... During support, uh, you used to uh, at the end of your turn when you withdraw, you get to put a support token down that points in a certain direction, and you if if someone wins the support. The majority. Of, of, uh, of, of all the players, they get to remove two hard knocks and get their good luck charm back. And that's different because in the other one, it was you get to either remove two hard knocks or get your good luck charm back.
1: And that's only if you were successful in the mission.
0: Right. And the good luck charm is on your character. This is the only thing that really identifies your character as a, as a unique individual. Uh, you have a good luck charm, which means that once per, per uh, mission, you can flip your card face down and get rid of whatever type of threat was on that on the front of it, like my guy was. Well, Snow. it's not permit.
1: Well, it's only permission because if you don't get reset, it may not. You may not be able to use it next mission.
0: Right, because you flip your card over and it's gone, and the only way right. it resets is during support.
1: Right, but and it'll remove one of the threat cards of that type on the table. On the table that you've right. already played, which is can be really amazing. Correct.
0: Uh, also, the dummy player is now a. He's he's not he's just like a, actually has a point. <laughs> well, no, what stinks about him now is he has a hard knock.
1: Well, he does, but...
0: In the other one, he didn't have a hard knock. He
1: had nothing. He right. was just there. He was just a support token Yeah, yeah he just...
0: This one actually makes you uh, play this this guy's cards face up as a dummy player. And he has... A, his card says novice, and it's automatically a, a hard knock uh, card, which means that if he gets three more of those, you lose the game. Yeah. Anytime anyone he gets plays four hard knocks, yeah, you lose the game. Um what else uh in this game you can do what's called a strategic w- withdrawal if you play more than two players uh when you do that you get to when you withdraw and you're the first player to do it you can take one of your cards and place it back on top of your trials deck and that reduces how many cards get added back to the trials deck during the the uh I don't even know why you do it if you add it to the trials deck I don't know maybe you're supposed to add it to the moral reserve Moral reserve or moral moral, moral, moral majority I don't <laughs> <know>. moral, <laughs> but anyways, um, you could put one out of your hand so that your your uh your morality drop isn't quite as hard. Hmm. We're just adding cards to your little trials deck, your peace card deck.
1: I don't know, we just played the two players, so we didn't get to try that, so right, Ta-da.
0: So we played this game a couple times, and we lost both times, um, and we easy. played it We played it on the beginners, the learn how to yeah. play the game with missions mode twice, and that, lost soundly.
1: That game is really hard.
0: Both times. I think this, they made this game harder. Don't I you? I don't
1: think it was harder. I think it was right. always hard, but I do think it was... Let me lean into the mic. You don't have to. Okay, sorry. We keep moving it around. It's very distracting, sir. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> um... <laughs> No, it's, I don't think it's necessarily any harder, but I right. actually, I feel more engaged in the game than I, before it was kind of like, okay, I guess I'll, it's my turn, I'll play a card. Okay, I'll play a card. Right. And I and I didn't mind it, but it didn't feel, I didn't feel as compelled to play again. The missions on there, having that, having it tell me how many cards I had to do, I feel like it's more of a, a different kind of challenge. It scratches a different itch. Right. For me wanting to go back and try it again because I wasn't able to defeat the mission cards. Right. I don't know why that's different. It's just a different feeling.
0: <laughs> well, once again, they have a book that comes with it that's almost as thick as the original rule book. But whenever you actually, you know, start playing the game, it feels completely completely natural to have those missions in there. And it yeah. doesn't really add that any difficulty to it. And the games seem to take about the same amount of time. Yeah. You know?
1: And I like that the dummy player actually had a point. Right. As, as opposed to just being...
0: Because you take turns as mission the, leader playing the dummy player.
1: Right. So, I mean, you can both see the cards, but then if you're the mission leader, you get to play their cards out. Right. You know, it's just kind of neat.
0: Right. And, it, and when they if, if you have the dummy player withdrawal first, they play their support token face up so you know exactly who they're supporting. Uh, you When you give speeches, you can look at the dummy player's card and cards and give speeches that pertain to those so you at least get some effect, as opposed to when there's no dummy player... And you just make a random guess and everybody goes, oh,
1: yeah, exactly. You know,
0: <laughs> so, and like
1: before, if you'd end up accidentally supporting the dummy <laughs> player, it was like, well, that was a waste because it didn't do anything except give him the tokens back. Right. The support tokens back so right. he could vote next time. Right. That was it. It was cool. Yeah, it was. It's I think it's an improvement on the game mm-hmm. overall.
0: Yeah, I do too. Uh, so but I liked I mean, the
1: game before too. So
0: right, but I, I recommend the expansion for the Grizzled. I think it's uh, it's a solid addition. It's it really breathes some new life in without without adding a bunch of you know you know stuff that weighs it down.
1: Yeah, and it's not it's not uh, complicated to implement either. It's right. not like oh my gosh, now I got to relearn this completely. Oh wait, <laughs> it feels everything about it feels really natural and and easy.
0: Right to pick up. Right. So. Good That's job. the grizzled At Your Orders.
1: We recommend it.
0: Boom. Two thumbs so, up. <laughs> all right. Uh, next, I think we should just mention that last episode we played Mansions of Madness, second edition. Right. And everyone heard us lose of as course. the town set on fire and we tried it again. <laughs> Same mission. <laughs> and the town started on fire and we put out the fire.
1: You are giving away stuff.
0: I'm just saying it. The town was started on fire, we put out the fire, and we still lost pretty pretty soundly.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't know that we can win that one. With, with
0: all this foreknowledge, we still lost.
1: Yeah. We you knew know? what we
0: were supposed to do, we still lost. We even found, like, a method of getting through evidence so fast, it was stunning, but then we still just hit this brick wall of bad luck and, and bad timing. Yeah. That just stopped us in our tracks i mean i have i have a new idea of how we're going to beat this mission but it's really rough it's really rough
1: yeah it is we're gonna wait a little while though
0: i'm really glad our six hour game didn't go like this (laughs) (laughs) because it's really long yeah to try again this one this one's probably like a 90 minute game or something like that is how long it took us to play it last time yeah i'd say
1: and i definitely still want to play it again just not today what no, not today.
0: No, we're not playing it today. Today we have to keep playing Pandemic Legacy. <laughs> all right. Uh, next game. That's all we're going to say about mansions. Nicole doesn't want to talk about
1: it. Well, we talked about it like the last couple of episodes. So here's so. the deal. I feel good.
0: About well, a year or year and a half ago oh, on, on an episode, we I, I gave Nicole a chance to talk about a game she played called Settlers of Catan Dice Game. And when I asked her how to play it, she couldn't tell me how to play it.
1: I choked. <laughs> I choked under the pressure. <clears throat> I, the game was in the other room. I was unprepared. I didn't write any notes.
0: She totally choked. I choked. So I, I decided. You guys heard it. It was bad. Right. Let's. So now out. I'm giving it a shot here.
1: Okay, please. Now, now. He's got notes.
0: Of course. I'm not. I'm not crazy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> i did not plan ahead.
0: Uh, so Settlers uh, is a dice game uh settlers of Catan dice game obviously is a dice game but it's played with <laughs> six dice how dare you <laughs> stop it okay <laughs> i'm gonna put you in timeout. out okay uh played with six dice and you have the that have the settlers goods on them like from the the base game or the the big board game like so you got a sheep and a wood and a stone and you got these reeds and brick and on this one you have gold because gold is the, that's the way that they represent trading in this game. Because you don't actually trade with other players. I think and it was
1: you, ore, not stone.
0: Whatever. <laughs> ore, it's stone. The. Uh... <laughs> so gold is on the sixth face. And it's, it's how trading is handled in this game. Because you can trade two to one for any other face instead of the gold that's on the dice. Uh, players are handed this little map sheet. So you have like a score pad map sheet, like of maps. Uh, at the start of the game, the sheet features a Catan-like island, but it's sort of a path that really that, that's on it. It's depicted on these hexagonal spaces that look like your traditional Catan island hexes, but it's just really a path of road spaces. And uh, every once in a while, it'll, you know, the road that you're building will you know, overlap a town space or maybe a city space, and you're building roads to these spaces. And when you build a road to one of these spaces, if you get to a town with your road, then you can build the town or to a city with, the, with your road space, you can build a city. And you get to these by doing the traditional uh, Catan little recipes. So like a brick and a wood will build a road, and a road scores you one point. And roads always score you one point. Now, you, this game is played over 15 rounds, and you have 15 little boxes that you fill in your score per round. And on any round, if you fail to score, you get minus two points for that turn. So you always want to at least get a road built. So there's a lot of times, there were a couple times in the game where I was bailing out of my entire role, like going for like a city formula, which is really hard because it's like stone, 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 reed, reed. Is is, so or, 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 reed, reed. It's wheat, wheat. <laughs> wheat, it's wheat, Not Is it wheat? It's wheat. What does wheat have never... to do with building a city?
1: Wait, because you have to feed the people.
0: Okay. It, what does ore
1: have to do with be- building a city?
0: Because it's like stone. It's called ore. Read the book. That's fine. Okay. Wheat and ore. And it's wool, it's not sheep.
1: Because you're not that actually. That is a sheep on there. But you're not eating them, this apparently. is a ridiculous argument. I know. It's it, well, Catan's kind of crazy.
0: So back to what I was saying before we got into semantics. The uh <laughs> you I was trying to build that. Like I would I would have to have all those stone symbols and <laughs> those two wheat symbols and I would I would get down to the last die roll and I would have I'd be missing like two. Well, it's not worth picking up the dice and trying for those last two. You just pick up all of them and try to hope that you get some sort of formula to go out just on one roll, which is pretty easy with the road because you only have to do two matching faces. I didn't have any minus two rounds. You had several. Three of them. (laughs) So basically, you're you're trying to score at least a point every every turn, and the houses or the towns get more, uh, they, they reward more points as you build them around the map. Right. So they start at like four points or something like that, end up at like nine points and the cities that are kind of offshoots, they're kind of off to the side. They're, they're a gamble every time, but to get them, they start at like seven points and go all the way up to 30 by the end. Right. And I mean, just so you know how many points 30 is, I think I won with Didn't I have, like, 50 points or something like that?
1: I had, like, 42 or something. Yeah. That was pathetic.
0: Right, but 30 points would have been over half of how many I had. Right. You'd have to have the luckiest roll in the whole world. Um, And a whole lot of roads (coughs) to get there. Right, so you you basically play 15 turns of rolling dice and filling in spots on this little map. You can also build knights in this game, and knights give you two features. They give you not only points that get progressively higher, but they also give you a little bonus symbol that you can just basically, <clears throat> on a future turn, one time, and then you have to mark out whatever the little symbol is that's underneath the knight, you can uh, rotate one of the die faces to match whatever symbol they're standing on. Resource. Symbol? Resource.
1: Symbol. It's a resource. Right. Yeah, but okay, it's a symbol for what? Is it a symbol for a road? Do you get a whole road? Is You're it a symbol for me. a city? Do you get a city? Si- no, I'm just you, saying. Uh, you
0: look sour grapes. <laughs> you did a poor job did a with poor this job. last
1: time. <laughs> but so now I'm just trying out. Not so easy, huh?
0: Okay, it's yeah. fine. I'm doing great. <laughs> <laughs> Um, there but is, it's a
1: resource.
0: There is a there is a game on the flip side. I don't know how it changes. You can tell me how play it changes. It.
1: No, I don't know how it changes. I told you that <laughs> last night. I did, said I never played that one. <laughs> you
0: said you read the rules and never played it.
1: Like a year ago.
0: Okay. Well, there is a variant. And I couldn't of remember it, it. I, two
1: days later. How do you expect me to remember? We it have now? no
0: idea what the variant is. But there's a variant. that was your job, sir. No, it's not. If you're gonna go be, be, be
1: showing up and <laughs> it's your job.
0: Look, I need you to shush. <laughs> uh there is a variant of it i think that does that's that's like a little less uh just move down the track and play individual turns basically back and forth because we really have no interaction on that front side no there's nothing and i I don't know you're
1: playing a solo game with a friend
0: i don't know if part two introduces that or not but i i'll just say that the base deal is it feels like an activity more than anything else and i don't I don't feel like strategically I was doing anything except for the most obvious thing I should do every single time. Yeah. And and you're just kind of just crossing your fingers and saying, am I lucky? No? Okay. Well, I don't win.
1: Well, that's what dice do.
0: Well, I'm just saying that this game has no way to really... I mean, there, obviously there's formulas you're going for, and you have to have a little bit of an education about it, you know, to decide whether you're going to go for this or go for that and what you can go for next, and maybe you can make this work. There's a little bit of that kind of thought. But it really gave me a lot of the feel that that uh, roll through the ages did. You remember that game? Yeah. It gave me that kind of feel where it's just like, I just feel like I'm just going through the motions and trying to roll the best number every time. You know?
1: Yeah. But if you were waiting for a table at a restaurant,
0: right? It'd so be this, fun. this is an activity. It's it's gonna be <laughs> in the same level as like Flux or something like that. As Speaking far of as which. Uh, how much you're going to really engage your brain during this.
1: I got to play Flux.
0: We'll talk about that in a second. Okay. So.
1: What's not on your notes?
0: That's your notes. I don't have any
1: notes. I'm never prepared. We know this about me. So
0: can I, I'm going to wrap this up. Okay. You're you're too spunky today.
1: It's early. (laughs) You're Friday. I I, have got coffee in me. Woo.
0: Right. So settlers is is an activity game like flux it's just going to be a filler kind of thing it's a good filler for people who don't know how to play games as well because you could just say simply you're filling in these spaces with this this formula that formula this formula that formula and you're just trying to score points every turn go and they would pretty much be able to do it the the teach time is like probably under one minute so So it's a good
1: introductory game
0: good intro game or a filler game for a non-gamer i would say Settlers of Catan, dice game. So, you've played Flux.
1: Yeah, which we really don't need to talk about. (laughs) No, here's all I'll say. (laughs) Fred hates Flux. I got to play it three-player at work. Yeah. It was pretty awesome. It's just the basic Flux, because that thing is so tiny, I could just stick it in my purse and just always have it. Right. And uh, we, we played it twice and both times we won with the, uh, what was it, give peace a of chance card. Hmm. So one person had to have the peace keeper and no one could have the war keeper. And the same guy who lost both games caused the other two of us to win both times with that same card because of a card that he'd played, which made him play out his whole hand. And boom, he had to play that card <laughs> two games in a row
0: that is it's a just... big deck of randomos awesome. I
1: know exactly <laughs>
0: <laughs> truly when I play flux I don't really feel like I'm doing anything except an activity
1: we had fun though
0: <clears throat> it is it is there's a there's a beginning and there's an end of the activity but there's like almost no thought in between I could win without even trying
1: yeah well that's what happened for me yeah and and Jamie both we both one without trying right? Richard screwed up the whole thing for himself right
0: right that's why Flux is not one of my favorite games
1: but we had enough fun with it that you know they had to come tell us to shush it a little bit because we're being too loud in oh, the lunchroom oh I'll try you all the time I know
0: <laughs> okay Nicole is that, and is there any other games you want to add to the What Got Played list
1: no that's all I got to play are you sure yeah
0: because Nicole what like it or not days turn into weeks and then months and the holidays are upon us okay. Now, maybe you don't want to go uh, to go or host, uh, but holidays give us all. What did did you write? (laughs) This This is awful. This is why I don't make notes. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) maybe, Maybe you don't want to go to the holidays, or maybe you don't really want to host a holiday at your house. But either way, they're a great opportunity for us to share our hobby with our family. So I asked the guild... With the holidays looming, what are your top picks for your holiday family board games this year? Whew. Wow, would you look at that? Magnificent. You're Here are some peaked interests. So, one of the things. Uh, About having a collection that allows you, what allows you to do is it allows you to tailor games for skill levels and make no mistake, that is what this, that this is like sort of like a what's what introduction (laughs) list, you know? So it's like, so like, uh, or intro game list because, um, if your family are (laughs) non-gamers, you're, you were out of the room. You don't even know what half I said was.
1: I couldn't tell. I was listening, but what?
0: I said... That the, you get to tailor games to certain skill levels by having a big game collection. And this is sort of a what's what's list of, uh, of, of intro games for different non-gamers and stuff like that. Because oh. I asked our guild about this and they've given us quite a few replies. Okay. Okay. Now. <laughs> what is wrong with you?
1: I don't know. It's early in the morning. Right. Okay.
0: So the first person to answer was Ray who said he thinks he's bringing Crokinole and I'm going to tell you I'm going to buy mine. I'm going to tell you. I'm convinced. Uh Clask. Now, I've never seen this until now, but it's it looks like it's a magnetic moving or game where you have like a board and you put like a you use a magnet underneath the board to move discs past these other magnetic discs on the table that are blockers and try to put your disc into an opponent's hole.
1: Huh? That sounds cool.
0: And he said his family played both of these last night, and there was so much fun being had that he thought his family would not be intimidated by it.
1: Probably not last night at this point.
0: Well, it doesn't matter. They both sound fun.
1: A night in the past.
0: They both sound like a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: Sound like classic fun games. Now, Rodney's in-laws, they get to look forward to Splendor. And Splendor, my experience, is it seems like it's kind of tough, but it's just tough enough that people can get into it. Like non gamers can get into this game.
1: Yeah, your mom played it with this.
0: Right, uh, trekking the national parks. Now this is just one of those themes that everybody can get into. Yeah. You know.
1: I wanted to play that one. Do you? Yeah.
0: I don't know if it's great or not. I haven't. I. I haven't seen much. But Wasn't it's, that one
1: it's I almost got. Theme wise, it's, it's out of pretty it. good. I don't know. I think it was a price point thing or something. I was like. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Uh, Biblios, which is sort of, uh, it, it's it's kind of like for sale. With a little die market thrown in on the side, remember? Yeah, because you acquire a bunch of cards and you get rid of a bunch of cards at the very end.
1: I only got to play it the one time. It's fun, and that's been a long time ago. I'd like to play it again.
0: <clears throat> right, and he also gave Dice Town. Uh, Dice Town, I think, is like a perfectly themed and perfectly difficult game for beginners.
1: I really like Dice Town.
0: It's a it's a good game.
1: It's like, yes, it's just going to be a whole bunch of luck because you know dice but it's just fun
0: right and you get to have like little secret poker cups on the table that you get to hide from each other which is
1: always a good time
0: keep your hands secret that's right because you want to be the majority of each die face that's a good one it's a good choice it's a really good game yeah dice town
1: taking that to christmas we need to do that
0: (sighs) i don't know we take lots of games we do sometimes we play them sometimes we don't (laughs) uh kurt added uh, that they're going the day after Thanksgiving to a leftovers party with some good friends, and he knows that he'll be playing Pandemic with his teenage nieces. They one. loved playing that game with my wife, and I also want to bring Shadowrun. Kurt's wife, not me. Right. <laughs> Keep Nicole out of this. <laughs> he also wants to bring Shadowrun Crossfire to see if uh, he can get people to play. Now oh,
1: that's a good one. He
0: says it's one of his top five games, and I got to I got to mention that I played this game out of town in Indianapolis. With two non-gamers, and they loved it. And it kind of blew their minds that we got to have, like, upgraded characters. I know you're like, when did that happen? A long time ago. It blew their minds that the characters grew uh, in the game, with each game mission. And that, you know, they just... Once they got bit with that cooperative bug of we're playing together and we're trying to beat this mission, they just wanted to play over and over and over again. Yeah. Especially because we were losing over and over again. <laughs> that kind of gets you going. Uh, he said he's going to be purchasing Karuba... Before the holiday, and it seems like an easy teach and fun for all ages game. I didn't, I'm, I'm going to apologize, Kurt. I didn't even look up what Garuba is. Is that the one we have That's upstairs? That's the one we
1: have upstairs, <laughs> yeah. I bought, <laughs> and then we never played.
0: You bought it like a month ago. I bought it like two months ago. But you bought it for like half price. I did. I got lucky. <laughs> was that a Barnes & Noble pickup?
1: I think it was. And go. I had a coupon.
0: Oh. Coupon. Gray. Coupon. <laughs> Uh, Jeff picked up some games, uh, he picked, or picked some good ones, uh, he picked a dream well, and I looked at this, this is kind of, this, the artwork is really nice on this. Yeah. It's this, uh, sort of soft, psychedelic art that, uh, you know, that's supposed to represent dreams, and it's kind of, uh, there's different tiles that you mix up on the table, and you move your, you get a secret friend, friends that you're trying to reach in the dreamland, and you sort of traverse all these tiles that are sort of modularly set up, and you Try to get across this board uh, and to your friends before the other people get to their friends. Hmm. Looks cool. I haven't played cool. it. Uh, Lost Cities, which is the two player set collecting game. Love it. It's a fun game. No theme. <laughs> if there, I,
1: no, there's a theme. We talked about this. I <laughs> right. gave I gave a whole story that was like in some past episode. Right.
0: I, re- I recall the poor arguments. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he's going to read Castles of Burgundy, the card game. Now I got this and I, I, I was going to take it with me to Florida and I put it on the table and I looked at it and I went, this isn't for beginning gamers. It's, it's one step beyond. You think? I, I feel like the guys I was going to be with, if I had pulled that game out and started going through the rules, they both would have just started drooling and staring at the, at the ceiling, you know?
1: Well, one of them would have had enough drinks in them that would have happened anyway.
0: <laughs> anyway, so but Castles of Burgundy, <laughs> the card game, does it does seem pretty fun. I, I looked at the rules. It seems like there's a little a little more to it than a family trip, though, to me. I don't I'm know.
1: totally looking forward to playing that game.
0: Right. Uh, and he also has Star Trek The Next Generation Interactive VCR board game on there. Now, I guess if you're going to your folks' house, they might still have a VCR. <laughs> <laughs> Just play the one on YouTube, doesn't, I'm, I'm Matt sure. Matt still
1: has one, doesn't he? Hooked up? I think so. Weird. We still have one upstairs, it's just packed not... away. No, it's like sitting in the bedroom on the oh, floor. Yeah,
0: that's because you never put it up.
1: Put it up where? I don't know. I'm not the techie. <laughs> you put it put it up.
0: Okay. I still uh, remember though. We did play this game. We own this, and we got it from a thrift store. Uh-huh. And we had a really good time playing this game. It's a, it's a solid game. Everybody everybody kind of trashes these VCR board games because you know they're hobby elitists and stuff. But if you just want like a ridiculous. <laughs> themed game where a Klingon yells at you every five minutes or whatever for an hour. It's a blast.
1: It is it is a blast. And it
0: plays absolutely in one hour.
1: Well, that's what I, when it, it gives you like little uh, stickers, right? Right. With the little logo.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And you're, we... we... Spent time buying buttons to.
0: Yeah, we buttoned all our stickers. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we could we, just...
1: so we d- wouldn't have to like reuse a sticker or uh-huh. something. We could actually reuse it.
0: Yeah, so we button on little little Star Trek badges that are communication badges that you have to tap whenever he, whenever he yells at you.
1: Yeah, but so I was going to shop. I was going shopping for the the to find out what we could use for the badges. So I stuck one on my little wallet case. Yeah, it's still on there. People still look at me funny for having a little Star Trek badge on my wallet. They case. They love it. I'm sure. It's pretty funny.
0: Uh. I just remember that you left us all to die during that game.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I won, right? No. Oh no, I died, and then you guys all died. Matt,
0: like, Matt saved the day.
1: That's right. Oh, we yeah. won
0: that game, Matt. Matt. No,
1: I didn't though. I was right. like,
0: you launched off an escape pod, like, ha ha, died. I'm gonna win by living, and it's like, nope. No, I lost. <laughs> you lost because you betrayed us all.
1: Mm.
0: <laughs> that one's a really Whatever, fun right, one, it was especially worth it. if your fi- if your family's into. And once again, ease of entry is almost, you know, effortless. So, and, and
1: you don't even have to be, like I said, I mean, I'm not the biggest Star Trek, like I'm not a fanatic by any means. Right. I don't know what everybody's called, but it's fun.
0: Right. And you can, like I said, go down to like your your flea market.
1: They'll have And it. you'll find If you have a brass armadillo near you. Right.
0: right. Just go to your local flea market and you'll find ridiculous old games like this. They're good for just like a schlocky good time, you know.
1: We should go to the brass armadillo this week. I don't
0: know. Okay. Anyhow. I always recommend these because, you know, we we spend so much time in these giant rule books trying to figure out these complex mechanisms to have this ultimate gaming experience of strategy and theme, you know and this is just push play. Oh my goodness, it's so much fun sometimes just to <laughs> press play and go. Let's play something stupid, you and know. Roll some
1: dice. <laughs> move. Roll so I love lo- I
0: love that game. That's good. Uh Brian is bringing Spyfall. This is a game I traded. It's
1: I get a game too of, stressed out. No, I would play it again. Right? I just don't I, I to own it. We're not going to play it enough for that.
0: <clears throat> I'm a terrible liar, a terrible spy, and I just basically like if I'm the spy, I'm just like, okay, well this round's over. <laughs> Yeah. how it feels. <laughs> People were uh, too
1: suspicious of you for that anyway. Right.
0: I didn't look up Dead Last. I don't know what that is.
1: Dead Last was that a... Nope, that's a different game. Never mind. It. I don't know.
0: I didn't look it up. I, my apologies, Brian. Fail. Uh, Mysterium, I traded this one as well. Uh, we, I, I don't know if I remember we mentioned it, but we made a mistake with the rules and we ended up making it harder to win. And won soundly on our first game. And when we found out the rules were different and we were supposed to have a better chance of finishing stuff, we didn't want to play the game anymore. Have you ever played? like it's, it's it's that co-op kind of feel where you win too easy on the first game and you're like, oh, did I buy the wrong game? You know you what I'm saying? You may not
1: have, but for us it felt like it at that particular moment.
0: Right. And, and, so. and every, it just fell flat. We played it twice and it fell flat both it's times. It's
1: another one that I kind of want to play again, but I didn't need to own.
0: Right. So, great production
1: when you have an opportunity to trade it off for an equal value game because it's still so new and hot and you know you're right. not going to play it any time real soon you just right. kind of do that and sometimes. that's a game that
0: was really hot and got really sold yeah moved a lot of copies so it was kind of hard to trade so it was when i took the, i took the opportunity when i had it to get yeah it. uh coup I, I love this game that's a, that's a great game uh Spyfall's a great game for your, your folks. I guarantee you'll have fun with that or whoever, you know, your family and stuff that you're going to spend the holidays with. Mysterium, I would say probably not quite as much, but Coup, I've probably played this more than any other game, and that's because of a couple of sessions, like marathon sessions of this, just game after game after game, just to pass the time on a couple of boring uh, shows that I've done. And it's so easy and so fun, and it's just fun bluffing each other, and you just keep... Honing your bluffing skills against the other people and getting better and better at it, and it just—I don't know—it's a fun game. Yeah, and I think I think it actually gets a little better as you play it. I mean, it's it seems like it's an intro game, but if you play it for an hour, it's it's a different game after one hour than you know your brain's working differently in an hour than it did before. Uh, Betrayal at the house on the hill—I wouldn't take this to my family thing probably. But no, uh, well,
1: because it. Okay, okay, Matt, this is your fault that we wouldn't do it. <laughs> But the first time we played that, Matt screwed up the the well, betrayer rule. It's got this weird. And I weird, can see your family doing that too. It's,
0: I, I just don't feel like it's quite intro level. I know it probably is, but I've had it fall flat on its face because we hand the betrayer the book. book to the wrong person. <laughs> like if I handed that to my mother, I guarantee she's going to screw it up.
1: She's going to lose all interest. It's not for our family, right? They're not going to enjoy it. They're going to be like, "Oh no, that's too much responsibility. You just tell right. me what I need to do, and I'll do it."
0: But don't worry, Brian. I actually bought the Widow's Walk uh, expansion, and the Widow's Walk is just like, hey, take the tile components and figurines from the first game, and we'll add all the rest of the game in again. All new encounter decks and omen cards and tiles and all kinds of stuff. I mean, it really, really looks like a cool production for that. Expansion, So you can basically have House on Haunted Hill refreshed. And it's, of course, done by a bunch of different designers now. I've done all the individual missions. So there's probably a lot more focus on, on mission balance at this point. I haven't, of course, tested it yet. But it's sitting on my table in shrink wrap.
1: <laughs> yeah. Because you got it, like, what, two days before you left town?
0: Right. Uh, he says, last will. I think this is a pretty cool theme for a family. Yeah. And I, it, it this is probably right there at that line of this might be too difficult. It's oh. right there at that line, but I've played it with some guys who are pretty light gamers and they've pulled it off and they actually liked it pretty well. Yeah. And I think it's because that theme is something that everyone can kind of universally get behind. This idea of I'm, you know, that Brewster's millions kind of I'm gonna spend all my money to make the real fortune kind yeah. of thing. And I need to be the most broke person after this amount of time. And that game's really fun. We got the we, we like it so much we got the expansion for it that does some more randomizing of the uh the spaces that you pick at the start where you're picking like your order or wherever wherever you're going to go in you know because you you get better results if you decide to go later in the turn right um but we also got the prodigal club which is the spiritual successor and that you can actually combine with this game into one big experience if you want to play all afternoon i haven't got it to the table yet of course as as usual but i do have it on the shelf upstairs i'm excited to play that too um, which is just trying to get kicked out of your fancy club and l- lose all your uh, prestige, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he also put the resistance down, and the resistance is a great choice for your family. Uh, it's a good one because it'll get you kind of into these light arguments and stuff of who's the bad guy and who's not. It'll just kind of it'll ease the entire day. I guarantee it.
1: That's by the way, I looked up dead last, and it's another one of those social deduction kind of games is too. It? Yeah.
0: Uh, Resistance is, is the classic version of those. I know that. And it's I, I took the original Resistance, not the Avalon one, to a uh, New Year's Eve party and played with strangers. Like, I probably played ten games in a row. Yeah. And just with random people who were walking by the table to play. And we had a really good time. Every single group got it. They all had fun with it. They played really easy. You know? Yeah. Very good. Uh, Brendan is going with, uh, he says he got Council of Verona. For his for the family this year, and that's like a Romeo and Juliet card game where you try to settle the uh, Capulet-Montague dispute. Uh, dispute, and you have your own little hidden agendas that you're trying to get pushed through to score points, and the person with the most points when the dispute is resolved is the winner. Uh, and he says he suspects that Harry Potter Hogwarts Battle will find its way under the tree this year. Now, I'm pretty sure we will end up with this as well.
1: Oh, we're totally getting that.
0: Even though, even though early reviews of it kind of come through as this is like a beginner's, you know, or like deck building light kind it's of game. Harry Potter. But it's it's still Harry Potter. And Nicole's just got that, you know, she's still got her like wand upstairs. I'm just kidding. She doesn't have that. <laughs> but she would, wouldn't she?
1: Well, I Do I not have a wand?
0: I don't know if you do or not.
1: I Oh, no. I I ended up giving it away as a prize at the last Harry Potter party because I thought the kids would really right, enjoy it Right. Where did we get those wands? I, I don't remember. I think
0: I got them from some sort of tchotchke thing or something at work.
1: I don't know. I th- it was like something we got free and I was like, that'd make a really good prize. So right. I was a good kid and gave them to the... There you go. The children who would appreciate Very them. Generous. Rather than than sticking on my shelf, you know.
0: Very generous. But he I do says, still uh, have my
1: Hermione skirt that I can no longer fit into. What? <laughs>
0: uh mysterium is he says is also a family favorite it's not our family favorite but it's okay and he says as our ticket to ride ticket to ride i've played with my family always works
1: oh yeah it's a good intro game. game
0: uh he suspects both these will get played uh finally daniel is going with concept concept is is nuts
1: i like it that's what i keep kind of thinking maybe we should get
0: that one's kind of hard to get people started but once everybody's started everybody has a really good time yeah Because there's just symbols everywhere, and you have to go over all of these symbols. It's like, here's a crash course in like 20 symbols. Let's go. Let's play the game.
1: Well, everybody's got a cheat sheet.
0: Right. Uh... It's, but it, that one's goofy. It's not bad. We played it over here with Daniel. In fact,
1: yeah, he brought it was mm-hmm. his copy. Mm-hmm. It was awesome.
0: Yep, and he says Code Names. If people want to be a little more relatively serious, I don't know if he, that's that's serious really, but, but not when we play. <laughs> the good thing about Code Names is the drop in, drop out aspect of it. It's a great party game because you can just say, "This is Team A, this is Team B," and whoever walks in, you know, on this side of the table, they're on that team automatically, and you can right. just integrate them. And it's not that big a deal. Yeah. Codenames is a great game for great
1: sure. for a large group too. Right.
0: Because you can play any number of people on each team. Yeah. Uh Hanabi with the memory aids I made has been a hit in the past. I wonder what the memory aids are. Yeah, I need to hear more about that. That sounds weird. Memory aids. Must be some sort is of he, like chronic is it like, disease or he's something. He's gonna
1: wink. <laughs> I have ones. Or if this one's a one, wink wink.
0: I have no idea. Maybe maybe he has something where they can mark off what's been played or something. I don't know.
1: Well, that sounds like cheating right there.
0: Well, I, I don't know. He has memory aids.
1: Daniel, let us know what you're talking about there. Right. Thanks, bud.
0: <laughs> so, uh, he says, well, they usually play a lot of spades uh, as one sibling doesn't like spending time learning new things, but he introduced for sale before <laughs> and it was successful. Uh what are you laughing about?
1: <laughs> doesn't like learning new things.
0: Uh, for sale, we played it at our holiday, yeah, was party, fun. And it worked really well. It did. It's, it's so Your brother simple. even had
1: a good time with it. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Uh, now he says, Jamie likes Battlesheep as an intro level game, even though it's fairly mean, it has also gone over well. <laughs> Battlesheep is like a hexagonal map. You got like this little modular hexagonal map that you set up and you have this stack of, of chips that represent you like your sheep or whatever. Uh-huh. And you're just sort of, when you move, you have to move a certain number of them. You have to leave one behind in order to move. And it's just sort of a territory control game. You're trying to block other people with your sheep, you know, as you move around this board and control little areas and stuff like that. I think that's pretty much all there is to it. Yeah. That's it I
1: didn't play that one. I remember watching them play it. Uh They played it like right before they played Fireball Island at that. Oh really? together. Yeah. Did it look fun? Not as much fun as Fireball Island. That <laughs> looked <laughs> awesome. <laughs>
0: I bet so. Um, So the holidays are upon us and, and, you know, we are going to be spending Thanksgiving here. And uh, we don't have to bring any games out. Here being at
1: our home. Right.
0: uh, Christmas is usually with uh, the, uh, at my folks house. So these are the games that we are going to be playing from ours. These are our five list. And I don't have yours.
1: Oh, these are the ones we're gonna be playing. I thought they were the ones that we'd like to play.
0: Well, you can say that
1: because you'd never choose mine. So you know.
0: Well, I'm just saying I've got my my list of five. Okay. Do you have your list of five? I
1: have my list of five.
0: Okay. Do you want me to go first? Of course. Okay. Number five. I want to play. We've got a game up on the shelf that we haven't played yet. That's an auction game called Going, Going, Gone. And I brought this to last Christmas, and so we didn't get a chance to play it. But in this game, you have five little empty cups. And you have, everybody has their own, they have 40 of their own little color of cube. And during each turn, they're going to be auction, we're going to place like auction items next to these cups. And two of the five cups get two items. And you're going to, the, the, uh, the auctioneer starts a 10 count down and is playing, uh, as people place cubes in these cups trying to buy these items. And they do it in a, they have to, they do a 10 count from 10 to one. And they have to do it in a consistent manner. But people have that much time to place cubes in these cups, and the people who have the most cubes in each one of these cups is the winner, because then they slap this paddle down that covers up all the cups. Huh. And so they, they can do it really slow, then go 10, 9, 8, you know, like that. They could do lurch, but or they could just go 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, you know, and then everybody's just going, like, oh my God, throwing cubes in cups trying to win these things, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it just seems like it's fun.
1: That sounds fun.
0: Yep, and you you collect little sets of stuff, and you get bonuses by little symbols that are on the cards and everything like that. It's just sitting upstairs waiting to be played. I'm
1: pretty sure we've had that game way too long to have not played it yet.
0: <coughs> we got it last fall.
1: Seems like we've had it longer than nope. that. Hmm.
0: Nope. What's your number five?
1: Um, I'd like to get lanterns over to your parents. I are think you you're crazy. I think your mom would enjoy it. <laughs> Okay, lanterns. It's like a little tile placement game, and as you place the tiles, you'll mm-hmm. receive tokens, and then the tokens can be used uh, to buy the point cards. Depending on, or, or do you win the card? You it's not tokens or cards that you get, and then you turn those in to get the points. I I don't know. Did you not watch the show? The the I was
0: falling asleep during the show.
1: Oh my goodness! Anyhow, we bought lanterns as another <laughs> Barnes and Noble score and Fred won't play it with me.
0: This is this is after like one month, half of which I was out of town, you're telling me I won't play it with you.
1: (laughs) But anyhow, I think your mom would enjoy it. Right. It's just a point gaining.
0: It seemed okay. I saw the guy at Gen Con this year explain it to us and it seemed it seemed fun enough. Uh huh. You know? All right. My number four apparently that's not getting to the table anytime soon. My number four (laughs) is (coughs) Tapple. That's... Don't give up your list.
1: But that's number four.
0: Yours is at number four as well? Sure. Are you sure?
1: I don't have any particular number to order, so today it's at number four.
0: Unbelievable. Tapple is a disc of alphabet, like with the alphabet surrounding it, and these little pressable buttons. A uh, subject is given, like, let's say, you know, pies, right? Uh Uh-huh. And you are to give an associated word that goes with it. So you could say crust or apple chocolate but chocolate would be a repeat you so can't you couldn't do that, do that. Well, who is so, it? it's
1: crust pie well, you, uh, pie oh pie, pie crust
0: pie has crust
1: oh I was thinking never mind <laughs>
0: I'm going to make you some crust pie later on. The, <laughs> sounds uh sounds awful. But as you as you do this, every time you guess one, so like let's say that the, the topic is pie, and the first person goes apple, and they press A, they hand the disc to the next person who resets the timer on top, and then says peach, and presses P, and resets the timer, and passes the timer you know, the, the disc you to the to next person. You have to move that
1: thing around? You have to pass it? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that.
0: Uh, and you pass it around, resetting the timer. If the timer ever runs out before you guess a letter that hasn't been pressed already you're out of the round, and the last one in the game will win the card for the round. That's It's a very simple little game. Totally simple. Very light, very family. Uh, Do you think your dad would play? No. But I think this plays... One of these days. No, he won't. <laughs> I got him to play... The only game I've ever got my dad to play with us was that uh, five-card... No, it was Texas Hold'em Yahtzee. Remember? Was I there? Yeah, I think so. They bought they, their last board game they bought was over 10 years ago and it was Texas Hold'em Yahtzee. Uh, anyways, that's my number 4, Tapple.
1: That's my number 4, Tapple.
0: Do you want to play it?
1: Yeah, I want to play it.
0: Okay. So I need to go to my number 3 or do you want to go to your number 3 go since I just number went? Three. Really? My number 3 is Hare and Tortoise.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: This game, we, we played it with uh, Matt and Brianna, and this is not a new game, but it's in that like little storybook series of games that looks like a little storybook. <laughs> in this, you have a modular racetrack, and you're, there's several storybook characters like Little Bo Peep Sheep, uh, the Big Bad Wolf. The hare, the tortoise, you know, there's, there's several of these characters that are in this game. Right. And you're, you're given, you, you kind of randomize a bunch of cards at the front, and you give each person one card, and it tells them what animal they're betting on. They can then select like another card or select another animal and, and choose to bet on it secretly if, if they want as well. And you're trying to get your animal over the line first and second, and you can also double down on your main animal. And score even more. Uh, So you're playing cards from your hand every turn. And you play up until the cards total a certain amount or something else. What was it? I just remember you play them until you reached like this many points of movement or something like that. And then the game stopped and all the stuff moved. And you would tally up the cards. And everybody kind of moves differently. Like if this guy gets at least three cards, he moves two spaces. But if he gets four cards, he only moves one. This guy, you know, if he gets four cards, he moves three spaces, you know, and there's all these, like, little stipulations yeah. to how each of the creatures this moves. This one moves
1: one every single time, <laughs> for every single card, except they stop at water, you know, right. stuff like that. There's
0: like and there's, like, wolf howl cards that stop everybody but the wolf from moving, and, I mean, there's there's all sorts of little individual rules to all the runners, and you're just trying to manipulate the runners and have, you know, have your guy on the grandstand. And the production's really fun. You actually get these little wooden cutouts, you know, that you put stickers on that look just like the animals. And there is a little cardboard grandstand that you put them on at the end so they're in their little championship spots and stuff. And it plays really, really easy. Yeah. And it it didn't make me feel like it was totally random, even though it was pretty random. <laughs> no,
1: because you each had to decide how right. your how your you know, what cards you were gonna use. That's it not just, random. It just
0: seems like a fun game and everybody likes betting. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's true. That,
0: that's the whole thing. Everybody likes racing and everybody likes betting. Let's so you teach just. Teach
1: the children how to bet.
0: Right. That's so what it, my grandma did. And it goes by really quick. It's like 30 minutes, and you feel like you actually played a little game and, you know, yep. you either got the grandstand or you didn't. Yeah. There you go. I like Heron it. Aaron Taurus. It's a good one. What's your number three?
1: Uh, my number three would be <laughs> code names because I've been wanting to play it again. And
0: no, I won't let you. I know. Just won't.
1: I know. We don't get to play that often, but we just talked about it. So.
0: Codenames, I think, is really good if you have, you have to have a, a minimum, I'm going to say minimum of six people.
1: Yeah, but there's, the, there's even a two-player variant that we still have not played. I, can we do that today? No. See?
0: We're playing Pandemic with Matt and Brianna.
1: No, before they get here. I doubt it. We got time.
0: Uh, Codenames is fine. You have a whole grid of cards with clue words on top, and you have, there's two people that play Spy Masters, and... Everybody you, you, else. You've doesn't. got your secret map of where your spies are and you want them to uncover your spies and not the opponent's spies, and if you're the first one to uncover all your spies, you win. Woo-hoo. So you're trying to give people little codes like, oh, uh, water three and they look at the cards and they try to figure out what cards go with water, and hopefully they flip up all the ones you wanted them to flip. If they flip up one that's not a spy, they turns over. Right. It's a cool game.
1: It is a good game.
0: One of the best. It's coming to iOS soon, too. Uh Do you remember the first time we played that game? We played it at tabletop, and Daniel's first comment out of his mouth was, this would be really easy to put this on iOS. Right. Or, like, onto the app store. Yeah. And I was just like, there you go.
1: He called it. it. Yeah.
0: What's, uh, that was your number three? Yeah. My number two is Crokinole. (laughs) And the reason I can put this on my list is because after I saw the, that, that, uh, Was it Ray who mentioned it? After I saw that Ray... uh, Yeah, he mentioned it. Ray mentioned uh, he is going to play Crokinole or he had played Crokinole. I have been sitting around waiting to buy a Crokinole board for I don't know how long. And this year I found a... I finally... I got so close in September to buying one that I had actually picked out the place who makes them in Canada. This place called Heritage Woodworkers. And I said, I'm going to buy one of their boards. Mm -hmm. And I kind of started dragging my heels on it went through october and right when he mentioned it i was like i wonder if i can get a crokinole board before thanksgiving and yes i can
1: so (laughs) so i've ordered my i
0: ordered my board now i they uh they sell pretty much they just sell through ebay is what they do but it is a company that just like this this guy who just makes crokinole boards up in canada and he's you know, hand makes them, and they're cool. And I got, I did get. I will admit that I bought a blemished board because I saved like twenty five U.S. dollars by doing it. Uh, and my, mine, the quadrant lines go through the second ring. Oh no! But I, that doesn't really affect gameplay at all. Yeah, we're not
1: exactly <laughs> gonna be like you know taking it to a tournament or anything. So right,
0: but it is tournament size. It's it's a thirty inch thirty inch uh, stop sign shaped outside with a circular middle. It like looks the 26 pretty. Twenty six circular in uh, middle. Yep, really cool. I got mine, and it should be shipping tomorrow, and it should be here by Thanksgiving. I think I'm going to force everybody to play. If you've never played Crokinole, it's sort of like uh, it's it's like souped up marbles almost. Uh, You've got this circular board, which in marbles you have like a ring of string or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, In this one, you don't start with any population of items in the middle at the part or at the beginning. Uh, In the middle, there's like there's three. Sectioned off circles. The middle circle has a hole in the very middle where, if you land it in there, you get 20 points for that disc, and you're flicking these discs into the middle from the sidelines. Uh, the next ring of, uh, outside of it has eight little pegs that are like bumpers that stop you from going in because that middle ring or the middle circle scores you 15 points. The next ring outside, having a disc on the board at the end of the game, will score you 10, and the very outside ring that's right in front of the score line scores you 5 after the game. And you're just trying to keep all of your discs on the board. But at the same time as putting discs on the board, you're also flicking your disc into other people's discs and trying to shoot their discs off the board. Right. So it's 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 a simple little dexterity game, but it's like one of these kind of, uh, I don't Closet. know, like, uh, you know, an heirloom kind of quality thing. I spent $117 to have it shipped to me.
1: This is a handmade
0: handmade wooden game with, you know. For yeah. 117 bucks, so I, it's, it's fine.
1: Except for the fact that it's got extra, lines. Oh, those extra I almost, lines. I almost think you should have just spent the 25 But I don't care. But you're cheap, and I love you for I it. I
0: love being cheap. <laughs> uh, the full <laughs> price ones that he sells are, they're 140 Canadian plus, I think, $40 Canadian to ship. And I think Canadian dollars is like uh, $1.30 per dollar. I have no idea. Something like that. Anyway, it'll probably cost you... Twenty five more dollars, or somewhere around there. Twenty eight more. Huh. Okay. <clears throat> so probably about one hundred and forty five to ship if you wanted the just normal, not blemished version. <laughs> anyway. Uh, but yeah, I have my Crokinole. What's your number two? Uh,
1: my number two is Game of Forty Nine. Unbelievable. I think your mom would really enjoy it. I think it. she
0: would too. I can't believe I passed that over with my eyes because that—that's a good one. <laughs>
1: what did you do?
0: I passed it over with my eyes. I went through the shelves, you know, and I'm looking <laughs> going, um, and for some reason Game of 49 just went by like... And it should have been on your list, shouldn't it? Like a tree on the side of the road or something. See, this is why I'm here. Yeah?
1: It's like bingo on steroids is what it kind of seems like. Again, betting. It's super fun, yeah. Yeah. You're betting again to try and take different numbers, and yeah. then if you claim that number, you get to put your little token on it, and then you're trying to get...
0: Right, this, just, this just screams it should be on your family's table. Yeah. It just does.
1: And it's, a, it's like a Target game. Right. ta I can't talk today. <laughs>
0: Ta-ta. <Target. laughs>
1: What's that baby do? Anyway.
0: <laughs> baby? Oh.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, so that's my number two.
0: Game of 49. Game of 49. There you go. Uh, my number one that I want to play right now in our collection is Pictomania.
1: Yeah, see, I don't know enough about it, but I...
0: Okay, so here's Pictomania. I'll explain it. Pictomania, everybody draws their own little subject card, right? Right. And they, they look at it, and maybe it says zebra or something like that. And everybody's got their own little picture card they keep secret, and they put it face down. And they start drawing where everybody can see what they're drawing. Now, it doesn't matter if you draw well or not. You just have to draw, you know, so that people can try to guess what you're doing. Because if everybody guesses your picture or whatever, you get bonus points. And you're also guessing other people's pictures while you're drawing. Oh. And the reason you're doing all this, so it's a little bit frantic feeling. Because while, you, while you're while you drawing, you're guessing other people's stuff because the earlier you guess, the more points you get. And, and vice versa. The earlier they guess yours, the more points they get. And the first person done guessing and drawing gets bonus points from the middle of the table. like A stack of chips. In the middle of the table, and you're basically just trying to speed draw, guess points, and be out of out of the turn. Well, and, how
1: do you guess on others? Like, are you just yelling it out?
0: Um, are you like writing it on? I I I don't know exactly. I haven't got our production our copy out yet, but I know that you are you're probably writing something on a guest chip and putting it down in front of them, face uh, down,
1: so you can kind of tell who guessed first right. by that. Oh, okay.
0: But it's, it's this fun little game where you're trying to frantically draw and guess each other's stuff and be the first person to guess everybody's stuff and be out of the turn.
1: So it's like win, lose, or
0: draw on steroids. It's crazy. That sounds fun. But you're drawing, like everybody's drawing at the same time all the time. Yeah. Which makes it so you're not like not the drawing guy sometime. Or just only the guesser or only the drawer or anything like that. Right. Because like you know how it is if you go if you do like a Pictionary game. One guy on your team is going to be the drawer every time. If, if, if they can get away with it. Well, you know?
1: no, you're supposed to go through. You're supposed Everybody to. Everybody gets one turn.
0: You're supposed to. Okay, until... Bob,
1: it's your turn. I don't want to. Tough. You're on the team. Get up
0: yeah, there. Yeah, Uncle Bob will cheat. <laughs> All right, what's your number one?
1: Oh, um, I don't remember. Oh, yeah. Time Time's up. Just because anytime I can ever get that to the table, I want to. It's just, <laughs> it's like my favorite party game.
0: People laugh during it.
1: It's hysterical a good one. Love Time's Up.
0: Right. We even did an episode about it. Yeah. That was our uh, Tabcast All-Stars episode last year. Yep. So go back to episode whatever, <laughs> 25 or something like that. Oh, I have no idea. And listen to that. Uh, all right. Uh, so basically, I'm just saying that's our, that's our five list. And you can tell we only had one that was the same. So we have plenty of games to play with our family this year. I'm and sure. we'll
1: probably end up playing one of them.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> just make sure that you guys enjoy... Your family with your games and not the other way around. Uh, <laughs> don't what? Enjoy your family more than you enjoy your games. Make sure that they're having fun. You know, pick games that are for them.
1: <laughs> that was like the Why most awkward. Why are you so weird? I didn't know what you were talking I, about. I'm like, your brain that's just is not odd. engaged. You're at a all strange
0: today. one. You are, uh, and be extra patient with them because you only spend so much time with them every year. It and remember, they're they're what's important. Twenty six. Episode twenty six. Times up. <laughs> So, uh, this week, we play a, the fourth game in our current 5 for 5 series. Let's find out about the rules. Rules Breakdown! Uh, this week, we played Harbor. Harbor is a pocket-sized game designed by Scott Elms and released by Tasty Minstrel Games. Players compete to acquire and sell goods to purchase buildings. Buildings are worth varying points, and once the fourth building is built, the other players have a final turn to before points are totaled, and uh, the winner is crowned Harbor Master. Now, for this game, you are cast as one of several fantasy characters, like minotaurs, or goblins, or hobbits—you get the idea. Now, each one of them has a unique starting building and ability. Players select three goods of the four different types that are uh, to start the game with. The goods are in, the ga- in the game are stone, wood, meat, and fish. Now each of the four goods have a variable value that's based on a market track. The market track has four spaces depicting the minimum amount of goods to sell and the matching dollar value of, of the goods like 2 goods sold for $2, or 3 goods sold for $3, 4 for 4 and 5 for $5. The 4 good types are randomized and placed on these 4 spaces at the start of the game. So, say you want to sell wood, and the marker is on the four, $4 space, you have to spend at least 4 wood from your supply to earn the $4, and the game forces you to give all the wood that you own to sell it. The, the catch is to selling goods is that they reorder after selling in reverse order, So if you sell fish at $2, wood at $4, and meat at $5, the remaining stone will slide slide into the $5 space, followed in order by the recently sold fish at the $4, the wood at $3, and finally the meat at $2. Now, under the market track are placed several building location cards that each player, uh, each like what'd I say? That each, like the player's (laughs) starting building, provide a uh, different effect or resource. All of these buildings are available to use or purchase. Now, to use these buildings, each player is supplied a single worker. Players take turns placing their worker on one of the different unoccupied buildings each turn and following the directions on the building. Effects like trading two goods of this type for three of another type, doubling the amount of goods, or even taking goods from another player. Your starting building and some Others allow you to sell your acquired goods for the market price. Now these dollars cannot be held till the next round, so the most most of the time players will will uh, sell and then buy a building from the table immediately. These buildings are replaced by the top card of the building deck. Controlled buildings are still available for all players to use, however, a toll of one good of any type will be paid to the owner. Now, Certain buildings also impart stacking benefits, such as reducing the price of buying new buildings, retaining goods after selling them, or avoiding the toll cost for using an opponent's space. You speed through and outbuild your opponents, or you carefully plan and build only the largest highest point buildings. Which strategy will land the most points by the fourth building uh, built and make you the harbor master? All right, here we are doing the final harbor game. What is this called? This is called Scott Elms Harbor.
1: Harbour.
0: Yes. See, it British.
1: It's spelled, with it's spelled with a U. Spelled with uh, a U.
0: So I am playing. We have selected our characters, selected our secret bonus cards. I'm not going to tell you what my bonus card is right now, um, <laughs> but our. The goods have lined up on our market track that the wood is worth $5. You have to sell five. Stone is at four. Fish is at three. And meat is at two. I'm playing the bookkeeper, and he is a skeletal looking figure with books and a candle in his photo. He has a $1 discount to start with uh, on building buildings. Uh, And his secret power is when buying a building, keep any excess goods that would normally be lost. Also, his building uh, generates one wood and one any other type good.
1: That's a really good one. <clears throat> That's like way better than mine. I doubt it. I'm Penny Pincher. Right. She looks like a little merfolk. Right. Um, for me, her building, it's like a warehouse right. bonus. Mm-hmm. And I get a fish plus plus So a warehouse means
0: that you keep a good whenever, one good, one good. whenever you sell...
1: Good. goods. But when buying a building that costs less than the money you earned from shipping, place a building in your area sideways. In a future buy a building action, you may turn a building upright to gain $1 toward your purchase. This building behaves normally while sideways. It just it gives me a dollar back.
0: When you buy a building, you get to turn if, it sideways and bank a dollar for later on.
1: If I if it costs less than what I actually spent, like if that I wasn't powerful. able
0: That sounds powerful.
1: Not that. Not like yours. Yours is just here. It's discounted. Have a nice day. Right,
0: right. I need that, though. Um, Let's see. We've got on the table our face-up buildings to start with is the Sushi Shop. Shop. Sushi Shop. shop? Uh, (laughs) You spend a fish, and you get one of every type of other good. Uh, The next one is the Inn. You spend one one fish, wood, and stone to get four meat. The next one is the Lighthouse. The lighthouse, you get a different type of good per anchor you have. Like... (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. That would be none for either one of us. Neither one has an anchor right now.
1: Yeah, of all the times for us Uh, not to have an anchor.
0: The fourth building on the table is the Wizards Traveling Imaginarium. This one's a really awkward card. This is like a... uh, You swap a building you own for one of the ones on sale and ship the goods to pay the difference. Then replace this card with a new one and shuffle the Imaginarium back in your deck. So you, if you put your worker here, mm-hmm. you can basically swap out and pay the difference a building that you have already purchased. We've never used that card. It's come up in it's... three games and we've never used it. Seems used like a waste
1: it. of time. Uh, it then, seems like it's going to slow down the game.
0: Right. The last one is the, Hout, the, uh, Hout, the House of Weights and Standards. And this one allows you, this is one of these ones that really muddles the game up and slows things down. Uh, this one allows. So glad you we to, got it for our live game. I know this one allows you to rearrange the market markers absolutely as you please. Yeah. So you can you can be like gaining stuff that's worth like next to nothing. Like in this case, meat is worth two dollars, and you can make meat worth five dollars just then. Right. But the second you move off of that space, someone can just undo what you just did.
1: Right, which, which is we've annoying. run
0: into before. So that's on the table as well. <clears throat> we get to pick three items to start with, uh, as I said. Is, it looks like she's chosen uh, two wood and one stone. So she's going for the high dollar stuff right off the bat. Now Heck I got yeah. a decision of whether I go for trying to beat her to the market, you know, to buy that high dollar stuff, or whether I go for the low stuff that will eventually cycle around. And I think I'm going to go with a couple of fish right off the bat just to take advantage of the sushi shop. And I will throw a stone in there maybe i don't know yeah stone in there all right yes okay so done, i get go. one stone and two fish <laughs> <coughs> what'd you say
1: i said okay done go
0: i think it's your turn isn't it i went no. first last game you should just go first why
1: do you want me to go first yeah oh, go first crap. okay let me think you're about what girl. i want to do here
0: you're the well, tough one you get to math it all out if i go first
1: well, I didn't get any fish, so I can't sell fish to gain things. I have right. no anchors. I have no buildings. And why would I want to rearrange things when I'm in Prime location
0: too? Amazon Prime.
1: Right. So I'm going to go <laughs> to my little mer house. Right. And get a little fishy fish. <coughs> you do? Fishy, fishy. And
0: ridiculous. a wood. All right. I go to the sushi shop and I spend a fish sushi shop to get a stone, a meat, and a wood. So now I have two stone and one of everything else. Your turn, Nicole.
1: Hmm. Then I shall go to the inn and take a little snooze. No, actually, I will spend a fish, a stone, and a wood to get four cow pigs.
0: Leaving you with four cows and two wood. Yes. Okay. Um, I think... That I will go back to my house, and I will get a wood and a stone. Okay.
1: <clears throat> okay. I'm going to... Ah, I have no fish. Okay, I'm going home again and getting a fish and a stone.
0: Right. I go back to the sushi shop again, and I spend another my last fish... And that brings me up all my other goods up to four stone, three wood, and two meat.
1: To meat or not to meat? Right. I'm
0: crazy. Screwed. <laughs> crazy.
1: I have nothing I can do. Nothing? Not really.
0: You're doing great. I like it when you can't do anything.
1: <laughs> I mean. <laughs> right, I'm with you. I can rearrange stuff, but woo woo. Oh. Okay, fine. I will rearrange things just to annoy you. Right. And I'm going to make... Mission accomplished. Stone the cheapest, <laughs> fish the most expensive... You're awful. Wood the next to cheapest, and meat the next most ex- most expensive. So we've got stone at two, wood at three, meat at four, fish at five.
0: Now, see, this is exactly what I was talking about. I was just about to purchase News the at 11. space that she used. And and now that the market's all messed up, I can't do it. Because huh. <laughs> the most I can generate right now is three dollars, which is not which enough to is do not anything. Not helpful. So I go back to my house and get I, I get a wood, and I will get a fish. Yep. <laughs> and I will go to the sushi shop. Stay out of my sushi shop.
1: <laughs> mm, get out of here, sushi. I'm going to spend a fish, and I get one of everything. So I have five meat, three wood. Two stone, no fish. I'm fishless. Aww. I'm a folk with no fish.
0: Right now, I can generate five whole dollars, and I get a dollar discount, so I can build. But I'd, I'd have to go to your spot. I don't want to do that.
1: Oh, why? You can give me your <coughs> fish?
0: I don't want to. Okay. Um, I go to the shuffle the shuffle house, and I'm going to put meat down at two dollars. I will put stone at four and wood at five and fish at three. Why? I don't know. Why? Hmm. I still have four wood, four stone, two meat, and one fish.
1: Okay. It's Nicole's turn. It is my turn. I'm just going to go home and get a fish and a wood? <laughs> yep. Whoa. Fish in a wood.
0: All right. Um, I go back to the sushi shop, I think. And I you will spend a fish. Sushi. And I'll get one of everything other than that. So I now have five wood, five stone, and three meat.
1: <laughs> this is just going to annoy you.
0: Because you're going to mix it all I up got. Again?
1: I have to. There's nothing else for me to do except give you stuff. Ugh. Okay, so I get to mix up the stupid
0: huh.
1: amounts.
0: I like that. So
1: meat's going to be the most expensive. Hmm. Ugh, this is dumb.
0: I told you that those are the worst.
1: Um, I'm going to do stone <laughs> cheapest. Stone at two, wood at three, fish at four, uh, meat at five and it's fred's turn.
0: Okay. How I go back I to my up? house and I get a wood and a fish.
1: Okay. I go back to my house and I purchase I have what well, I have
0: $8. You I can have, you can produce. $10. I can
1: produce. How?
0: You've got the wood requirement, which is three, the meat requirement, which is five, and the stone, which is two.
1: I could do that.
0: So you could buy the lighthouse, which is worth 10 points. But
1: I'm not going to. Whoa. I'm going to spend my five cows. uh Five dollars of cow. And my Two dollars of stone, which would be seven dollars to purchase the six dollar house of weights and standards, which means I'm overpaying. So I get to have it sideways. I get a discount next time. Right. And my what went away? My cows and my stone. But I also have a warehouse. So I get to keep one of them and I will keep the stone. But it only goes to the one spot.
0: Okay, that brings out the lumber yard, which you get one one lumber for each anchor you have, which we have none. <coughs>
1: Ugh, and Those are going to kill me here.
0: What could I do here? I could buy, I want to buy a $7 thing. I get a discount. Yeah, I'm going to, I want to, oh, I can't. I'm all stuck. You're stuck. Ha ha. Okay. I go to there and I spend, well. Where are you going? I think I'm going to go to the sushi shop again.
1: Really? Again?
0: And I spend a fish and I go up a stone and up a meat. So I now have six stones, six wood, and four meat.
1: Okay. So I'm going to try this weirdo card. I'm going to the Wizard's Traveling Imaginarium and I swap a building I own, which is one with one that's for sale. Which would be the, switch it with a lighthouse.
0: And you just need to generate the difference in money. Which
1: is, I spend my wood to do okay. that.
0: And you keep one because you have a warehouse.
1: Right. And then replace this card with the new one and shuffle the Imaginarium back into the deck. Well, that's not exactly what I wanted it to have to happen. That's that's so stupid. So wait, this goes back into here? Into the seller's market? Because really, I was just trying to get rid of that card.
0: Shuffle the Imaginarium. So you replace that oh. card with a new one. Or with the new one and shuffle the Imaginarium back in. That's dumb. Do you still want to do this? Not particularly. Then undo your turn. I'm not doing
1: that. That's that's a okay. dumb thing. Right. I was trying to get rid of the stupid weights and measures house. So, <laughs> okay, okay I've got, I still have my $4 worth of wood. I still don't know what to do here. I have no anchors. I can't spend... Oh, I spend a fish, a stone, and a wood to get four cows.
0: Okay. I go back to my house, and I'm going to spend wood and stone, which I have six of, to buy the sushi shop, because I have a a dollar discount right off the bat, so I get to buy it for $8, because I generated seven. Now, because of that, I only needed to spend... What was it? Any excess goods that would normally be lost. I only needed to spend three stones, so I get to keep three of my stone. Why? And I only, because of my power.
1: But that's not excess. Oh, it is excess. Yes.
0: And I I get to keep two of my wood.
1: Oh, my goodness. You're way more powerful than I am.
0: Okay. So there, I stay there.
1: So then these, you spent the wood and the stone and they get rearranged.
0: This goes up. That goes there, and that goes there. That leaves fish at five, meat at four, stone at three, and wood at two. And mm. our new building that comes out is the clock tower. Ooh. Fifty years ago, lightning struck the clock tower. <laughs> uh, this, uh, You can spend any good of any type, and you get to use another building's ability twice on the next turn.
1: That's a good one. I like that one.
0: Right. It's your turn, Nicole. It is
1: my turn. And oh, By the
0: way, I have I have four meat, three stone, and two wood now. Right,
1: and I still have three wood and four cows. <clears throat>
0: and I own a sushi shop.
1: I love sushi. <laughs> God, that would be that would be great. Okay, so. Okay. Nope, that doesn't help me. That could help me. I'm going to purchase the inn. Really? I am. Yeah. So I spend $4 in cows and $2 in wood. And I actually get to keep one of each because I have two warehouses. And that makes $6. But I get to twist this upright to, to spend seven. my extra dollar. That's $7. And that gets me eight points. Okay. Okay.
0: And the next card that came out is you You get a stone per anchor.
1: Oh, my goodness. I, I have all warehouses, no anchors. Great. So
0: <laughs> <coughs> now the market is five for fish, four for stone, three for wood, two for meat. Let's see. So all my stuff's kind of cruddy right now. That quarry guy's disgusting looking you be nice.
1: He's got little rock warts Just on his be back. Nice to
0: these guys, he's I got back understand. knee. Okay, and
1: it's rock warts.
0: I'm gonna go to there, and I will spend a cow. So I'm gonna go to the clock tower, and I spend one good to use another good, another space twice next turn.
1: Do you think that was supposed to be a bad pun? He's got rock warts. Rock, quartz, quartz, quartz is a rock.
0: I, I think you're really reading I'm into really
1: it. I'm really stretching. You're really on reading that. into it too
0: hard. <laughs> but it's so gross. It is your turn.
1: I know it's my turn. I am going to. I don't, I can't. None of these give me anything.
0: They all give you something.
1: No, none of them give me anything because I you have. You can
0: go to my place and pay me.
1: That's the only thing I can do. Except I can rearrange the stupid.
0: I know. I'm
1: going to rearrange the okay. market and I'm going to make meat more expensive and wood cheaper, and that's all I want to do.
0: Okay. I go to my place, which gets me two wood, and I will do two fishes.
1: Fish, fish. Your turn. That um, was
0: because of the double use. Because you
1: got the double use.
0: So now I have four wood, three cow, three stone, two fish.
1: Okay, I'm going to the clock tower and spending a cow so that I can use a building twice next time.
0: Okay, I go to the sushi shop and I use a fish and I go up a wood to five, up a stone and meat to four. And that's the end of my turn.
1: Okay, I go back to my mer house. I get two fishies. And then I will take a wood and a stone, and that again is because I got to use it twice.
0: Hmm. Fred's turn. <clears throat> Let's see. Hmm. Tough decisions. I could. How much can I generate right now? I could generate $9.
1: Oh, please buy something.
0: Why? I, I, I'll go ahead and buy something. And I will generate uh, $9 to do it, I think. Actually, everything's so expensive. Yeah, I generate $9. So I can buy something for 10 Woo-hoo! So I'll buy the lighthouse. <coughs> and the... So I spend meat and stone and wood to generate this $9 that I need. Right Now, I needed... Four, so I get to keep one. This is this is how this is why this is hard to do.
1: You don't get to keep any of the stone.
0: So the stone is four, so the stone goes away. Right. I get to keep one meat, and I get to keep quite a bit of wood because I only three sold two, so I wood. get to keep three wood. And then I get this thing in my hand, and it's it's got a top hat on it, so it means that I can use Nicole's spaces now without spending any uh, goods. This leaves me with three wood. One meat and one fish.
1: And the new building is Carpenter's Guild. If you spend three fish, you can get five wood.
0: That's terrible.
1: That's awful. <laughs>
0: That's one of the worst ones I've seen.
1: <laughs> All right, I'm just going to go to my inn. I'm going to spend a stone, a wood, and a fish so that I can get four meat
0: okay yeah and this has been rearranged uh our oh sorry, sorry. i goofed our market is now five fish four wood <laughs> three meat two stone and it's fred's turn right <clears throat> i think i'm gonna go back to oh i don't the know sushi shop i think i have to it's it's so convenient i go there i spend a fish i get, you get
1: one of everything else
0: yep one and that gets uh, i'm now at four wood two meat one stone
1: okay no fish no fish. No fish for you.
0: No fish for sale. <laughs> <girl. laughs>
1: I don't know what to do. I just go back to Merland. I get a fishy. And I will take a cow. So I'm at five cows, two fish, one wood, no stone. Fred?
0: I think I'm going back to my place. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Can I come along? No. Aw. So rude. (laughs) I got a wood and a fish. (laughs) What?
1: (laughs) I thought of a joke, but I'm not going to say it anyway.
0: Ridiculous.
1: (laughs) I'm going to go to
0: to bed. To the supermarket. To
1: The clock tower, and I will spend one fish.
0: She so donates can... to the clock tower restaurant. <laughs> so that next time I can take two turns at a building. I hate Ta-da. to do this, but I'm going back to the sushi shop. I got my methods. I know. You're stuff. just
1: all you're going to do. Well, eat sushi all day long. I
0: could go to your place and steal that fish in another thing. But Why would you do that? I don't have any idea why I would do that. I spend a fish. That goes up to six. This goes to three. And that goes to two. So six wood, three cow, or meat, and two stone.
1: Okay. I go back to my place, which, since I'm getting double the building, gets me two fish. I will take a wood, and I will take a stone.
0: Which right. can I generate right now? Seven, eight, nine dollars I can generate right now. So I'm going to go You're back gonna and sell. Beat me. I'm going to sell, oh, and I can get a awful. What do I want here? I guess I'm going to buy the carpenter's place because at least it's worth eight po- or seven points. That's eight bucks. So what can I get? Can I generate just seven dollars out of this? I can. So I spend wood and meat, and I generate seven dollars. So I got eight dollars to spend. Because of my dollar discount. So I buy the Carpenter Guild, and I get to save. I only needed four of those, so I saved two wood, and I needed all three of the meats. So they go away. Okay. So now that uh, leaves me with two wood, two stone. The market is now five fish, four stone, three meat, and two wood. New building is what, Nicole?
1: Oh, no. It's the bank. Shift one market marker to lowest and bump others up accordingly, okay, plus you get two by building. That's pretty good. it's mm-hmm. pretty good.
0: that's really awesome,
1: yeah, so I think that I shall just maybe. Just maybe. Can I I even do that? Can you even do that? If I...
0: If you had a million dollars.
1: If I had a million dollars. Ooh. Oh. Okay. If I... I'm going (laughs) to go to the bank. Yeah. And get a loan. Okay. I'm going to move the stone to the bottom, which means the cow's up, the wood up, the stone is at $2, and then I can buy a building, which if I spend...
0: You can't use, you can spend your cow is all you can spend. Yeah, you can spend cow.
1: That's a dumb idea. I can't do that. I lied. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> so what do you do? I'm just going to do a whole mix matcha Mix matcha Mix matcha So fish is going to three. Meat's going to five. Stone's going to four. No, stone's going to... Okay, meat is at five, wood is at four, <laughs> fish is at three, stone is at two, cuckoo-choo,
0: Freddy Magoo, what do you do? Uh, I uh, I go to your Don't place. do steal my
1: mer-fish. And
0: I get a fish and a fish.
1: You can't. It says any other good oh, type. Okay. <laughs> Jeez,
0: the sass over sass here across of the table. Sass Stunning. I'll take a... Stone. Stone. You're
1: going to make some soup?
0: Yes. I'll take a stone.
1: Okay. Where did the legend of stone soup come from? Do you think anybody actually ever tried that? I don't
0: know about this. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking you about. You never
1: heard so... that old fairy tale about stone soup?
0: No, I heard, I know that in the Billy Goat's Gruff, they squeeze water out of a stone, but it's really a cheese wheel that looks <clears throat> gross like a stone. It's kind of cheesy, just doesn't look good, but it tastes good, I guess.
1: Like that maggot cheese that's supposed to be so awesome?
0: I bet it's delicious. I don't think I could deal with it. I don't know. As long as it wasn't moving in my on my tongue, I think I'd be okay with it.
1: So do I have to shift something? the bottom
0: it says you have to follow the instructions as best you can so you do
1: Hmm. okay well then i am now going to the bank that's not me that's you i'm going to the bank i'm going to cheapen the price of wood and everything else moves up okay so if i spend the cows and spend the I can't spin the fish. Doggone it, it moved it wrong. Wait, that's not what I want to do. That, where was the wood? The wood was here, right? Okay. So I have to move the fish.
0: Okay, where are you moving the fish? Down to the bottom?
1: No, I don't want to move the fish to the bottom. Don't. I can't go to the bank.
0: <laughs>
1: Son of a gun. You
0: are not good at the bank. I- <laughs> this is terrible. I'm going to
1: be so bad at the bank.
0: Okay, do something.
1: I'm what going to the clock tower. And I'll spend a stupid stone. Spend the stone to three And next time I get to do cocta. two things. All right,
0: I go to the sushi shop oh, again. Oh, my gosh. Broken record. Okay. I go up everything, and now I have four stone, three wood, and one meat.
1: Okay. I'm going home. I'm getting two stinking fish. Fishy, fishy. I'm getting a wood... And I'm getting a stone. Okay? Okay. All right.
0: All right, I'm going to the bank. One of these
1: days. Oh, you got... No! (laughs) You stole my bank. I think
0: I'm going to move... I'm going to move the the meat to the bottom. you And that's going to slide up all this other stuff. Okay, so now the value of everything is wood, five... uh, Actually, did I want to do that? No, I didn't. Move that back. (laughs) I just messed this up. I may I may not need to go actually go to the bank. Let me think. Yeah,
1: you're not going to the bank. You decided to not go to the bank.
0: Well, I don't think I can. Interest I've rates made a, are at an all time. I've made low. a mistake on the, on how I can do this.
1: Well, you can't go to the sushi shop because you're already there.
0: Right. I've made a mistake on doing this. I need to. Um.
1: Go to the quarry. Get some stone.
0: Well, I could do that. I do have two anchors at this point, but I don't really want to. But I'm afraid you're going to mess with me on the next turn and sell. Um, I go to the clock tower and I spend a meat. So I get an extra action on whatever space I land on next turn. Okay. Okay.
1: Whatever space you land on. <laughs> Dare I go to the bank?
0: It'll be funny. (laughs) So far, we've we've failed the bank three times.
1: I'm going to the bank.
0: Would you like to open an account? No. (laughs) I'm check system. I thought I had money. I don't.
1: Is
0: that what this is? It's just
1: $100 to open an account. Oh, I have to have money to do that? Dang. What?
0: (laughs) Can I trade in Bazooka Joe (laughs) wrappers?
1: Okay, I'm going to the bank. I am going to decrease the price of wood. Okay. Makes fish more expensive, stone more expensive, meat is still expensive. So then I can do my buy. So I will spend the meat. I will spend the fish. Do I dare spend the wood? That's $9. Do I need to spend the wood? 10 11 I get no discounts. I have no discounts. Poop.
0: Spend the wood. You can get the 12 point spot. Huh? You can get this if you spend the wood.
1: No, I can't. That's $9.10.11.
0: Okay, never mind.
1: And I don't have any discounts. I just said that.
0: Okay, nine bucks is on the table. Math is
1: hard, but seriously. Okay, so for $9, I'm going to purchase the. I don't want to stare at that warty thing. I'm going to buy the lumber yard. And I get to do it sideways because I overpaid. Okay. And I get to keep, I get to keep, do I get to keep three things since I have three warehouses? Yes. So I can do two of one and one of the other because I only spent two goods? Right. Well, then I will keep two fish and one cow. Okay. And it would then be your turn? Right. Oh, well, I got to replace a building. The new building is the fish market. <laughs> we got a lot of fish in this game. <laughs> So um, you can spend any number of goods to get the same number of fish plus one.
0: Okay. That's not bad. I get to do one space twice. So I go to my place. Right. I get a wood and a stone. Okay. Then when I do it again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy a building. So I'm selling stone and wood for 9 bucks, Ugh. And I get a $1 discount. So I'm going to buy
1: the $10 Ooh.
0: building you're in. Actually, yeah. Uh, I, the $10 I, I, building you're in which then I get to... You're buying
1: of... the bank?
0: Yes, I just bought the bank. And that leaves me with no goods of any type, and we replace it with that. Now, I have built my fourth building, so that's the signifies the end of the game. Nicole gets one more turn to buy this game.
1: To buy this game. I don't think I would. Oh, wait. <laughs> um,
0: it's another stupid anchor thing, and
1: I still don't have any anchors. It was the ranch. You can get one meat for every anchor. Okay. And that doesn't help me.
0: You are on the bank. So. Maybe look at your bonus card and see if you can score some bonus points. Probably not.
1: (laughs) I'm going to say no. That would be a negative.
0: Well, you get one more action.
1: Well, I'm going to... (sighs) Yeah. I'm going to just in desperation, I'm going to do nothing because well, nothing will help me. have to do something. Me. Um literally doesn't help me. Nothing helps me. So Okay. I, and nothing helps me. Nothing.
0: Right. You you can't get something by going to your space or No. Okay.
1: No, it doesn't help me. Nothing helps me. Okay. So, seriously. Well, I guess I'll just go to my space. I'll take a fish and take a stone and it doesn't help me. Okay. That is the end of the game. And you win.
0: I have 36 points.
1: I have 20 points.
0: Plus, what's your bonus? Was it meat?
1: Nothing. It was stupid stone.
0: Oh, you had two? So you got one point. I got
1: 21 points.
0: All right. What was well, your there, bonus? Uh, it was fish. It oh, didn't it didn't matter. matter. I didn't have any goods. It was fish, and I, I couldn't get anything. It said
1: sushi guy on your card. I know, That's right? That's so funny.
0: <laughs> well, Nicole, I, I take the game, this game. But so you, it was
1: not a shutout. But
0: you won <laughs> four out of five games, so. Why do we keep doing that? I don't know. That's really goofy. Here's your jingle. <gasps> Yes. All right, Nicole, you won the series.
1: <laughs>
0: Are you happy? I am. All right. Four to one. I avoided a shutout, though.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: We <laughs> so got to stop close. doing this.
1: Like every time that we do the five for five, whoever wins that <laughs> game that we that we
0: record is not the one who's won the series. So far, that's how it's turned out, isn't it? Yeah, what's up with that? I don't know. Uh, so Harbor, uh, what do you like about Harbor?
1: I like the artwork. Yeah. It looks nice.
0: Oh, okay. It's real cute. It's cartoony. Yeah. Right?
1: Other than that Warty quarry guy. That was gross.
0: I didn't <laughs> need that. Warty quarry.
1: Little squidly guy was cute though on your little sushi shop.
0: Yeah. So you, so know. you like the artwork? Yeah. What else do you like?
1: Um it's small. Yeah. So you can take it places pretty conveniently. Yeah. Which I guess is kind of the I don't know anyhow we're you g- don't know it, it, it's okay
0: okay well here's what I like about it yeah, I like let's it's, talk about it's that. really fast to set this game up like you can be you can be out of the box and ready to go in snap I mean it's like two minutes you're ready to go the game's set yeah <clears throat> the uh, <clears throat> sorry quite a bit of variety through the characters in the game and there's a pretty large building deck okay? So there's a lot of buildings and they can be really scrambled up. So what you're going to see every game is going to be quite a bit different.
1: Yeah, that's uh, definitely true. Uh,
0: I also liked that the, the game had a real tight feeling. So you, you really do have to think out every turn or you will make a mistake and you will lose. Yeah. So you really have to be thinking about like how many buildings can I build? What resources are coming up next? There, it's, it's a pretty tight feeling game. There's not much leeway for creativity.
1: Yeah. Going back to the variety, I'll just say two after six, six, after five games, why would I say six? Lost my mind. After five games of playing it, there were cards that we actually, or buildings that we still hadn't seen.
0: Right. Right. So, and uh, I think there were
1: still, uh, character cards that we hadn't played right. as well. Right. Right. So.
0: So what else do you like about this? Anything else?
1: Yeah. No. Okay. I mean, it's short. It's a short game too. Right. But you do get a pretty full experience with it.
0: Right. Okay. So what do you dislike about this game?
1: It, I don't know, it just doesn't have anything that makes me go, oh, that's awesome, let's totally play that. It's just flat for me. Right. And I don't know how to really explain that any better. It's just nothing popped in it for me. Right. I felt like it was almost a chore to play.
0: Huh. I I don't know. You talk. Okay.
1: (laughs) I feel like I'm bashing it. I don't mean to bash it because I I get... I get where it's coming from, but it's just not my game.
0: Um, I, I felt like the buildings were varied, but not interesting. Like, there was a lot of variety, but I would say over half the deck were garbage cards that you wouldn't use. Because you have to constantly be in this mode of... Making goods, making goods, making goods, making goods, sell, making goods, making goods, sell, you know? And there were these cards that were just bonkers, like give two of this away and two of that away to get five of this one thing. And it's like, why would I give away four to get one of that item when I've got three spaces on the board that will get me one of that item or whatever, you know? Right. It's, it's I don't know, it's just... It seems like you could just keep using stuff because you just waste so many resources to get an, an effect of, of these things half the time. And most of the buildings cost eight and above. So you've got to sell at least two items every time. Right. You know, the, the best case scenario that you can get is there's some six, six point or six dollar buildings where if you had a one dollar discount, you could sell one five dollar market priced item and get a six dollar building. But that that rarely came up. I think the honest. math
1: on the game needed to be adjusted, right? Because yeah, it, you're right. It was it was really difficult to gain resources a lot of time, right? And you would get like one of the cards that I remember from our game last night was was fish that you had to spend three fish to get like five meat, mm-hmm. and it was that specific. Well, why right. would I give up three fish to get five meat? Because most of the time, I've already built up my meat enough. Right. that by the time I have that much fish, there's no reason for me to have that much meat. Why would I I don't want to gain five meat when the board only goes to six right. and I'm already at three so it's a waste of resources right. to do it It's not like I'm trying to get to 15 and it's like, oh, I can make a huge jump right but there's hardly anything that was
0: you know right which which brings me to my next dislike, which is it's 30 minutes long and it feels slow yeah. And the reason is, is because when you start with no resources, it's this incredibly tedious first 10 minutes before you start buying buildings where you're just like, oh, come on, get my resources up. And if you don't have the right buildings on that, on the building track, it's worse. Like we had one game and we mentioned in this one, for instance, that you could reorganize the market track with that one car that you had. Right. There's, we had one game where we had two of those on the board at the same time. And it was awful because we, we both had different items or different goods that had been boosted up. And we were trying to stop the other person from buying because we were trying to stall them so we could get more goods. And it was like, gain more goods, stall opponent. They unstall themselves while you gain more goods, you, you know, stall the opponent. again.
1: Right.
0: It just went back and forth. It was, it was just not fun. Yeah. Uh, and I, th- I'd say that, that it just, I don't know. It feels like it takes too long to build up, Goods.
1: Yeah. I would have rather had a higher goal of buildings to purchase, like have to right. get to 10 buildings, uh-huh. but have it much quicker to gain your goods.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That would have fixed the game for me, I think. And I would have right. loved the game if that were the case.
0: <laughs> this is another thing. Uh, and you heard this in our playthrough. Some of the characters are ridiculously overpowered. That guy I got at, oh. in that playthrough, or our, 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 the one we just did, the last game, was so overpowered. You had just afforded your third building when I was already buying my fourth building.
1: Right. You had Because no you were hope. able to keep your resources. You right. weren't overspending for your resources.
0: Right, so I was always shooting to gain more resources. You know, most of the time you're like, well, I don't need more of that because the market only says it's worth this, so why do I need more of that? Well, yeah, I'm like, ever... I always just get more of everything.
1: Yeah, because you're not you know? going to waste them. Right. But if I'm spending, you know, five wood on something that, and, and the wood is only valued at three, mm-hmm. but I still have to spend all five of my wood? It makes yeah. me not even want to spend it. Right. It makes me want to reorganize the market or, or, you know, wait until something else has been spent right. and, and have the wood get more valuable before I even waste my wood. But right. for you, you're just like, Pff, whatever, I get two wood to keep. Well, right. good God. Then I... it's going to be valued again because it's going to go down to the bottom of the track and it's still worth two for you at that time.
0: Right. Now, I noticed... That most of the time when I bought buildings, if I was buying something that was over $8, which like I said, most of the buildings are, I ended up having to spend three resources. Right. Which devastates your market track. Now, remember I said it's this tedious process to build your resources up to buy that first building. Well, if every building you buy devastates your your track of resources, it's this never-ending tedium that keeps getting reset every time you buy. Right. That's that skeleton character guy that the guy I was playing, made the game so much more fun. Not for me. Well, I'm just saying. As far as <laughs> I think, if, if that if they just change the rule from you spend all of your resources, throw that character card out, and change the entire game to be that, where yeah. you just you don't spend a zero resources, you only spend the ones you use. That
1: helped would help. Would make the
0: game way better. I, I don't, I mean, there's got to be some fix. design reason well, like I why you did it, but it's just, my God, it's, it's just terrible to, yeah, to rebuild every time. Maybe we a variant like that. I would recommend that if you have this game to play that as a variant because it's just, it slows the game down.
1: Yeah. Well, and especially you know? like you said with the, or like I said, with the spending three fish to gain five meat and I never need to get five meat all at once. It's like right. such a rarity that you would need that now, at the time that that card's actually available.
0: Right. I will say the uh, the games every single one of them probably the biggest problem was the building cards more than anything else we had this broken record kind of gameplay where we had five buildings on the table available plus our individual buildings so we uh-huh. had, we had seven available buildings and we were using maybe two. three or four of them yeah Usually we even... had we used our base buildings each each of us would use our own little home base building. And one other building up top to gain resources. Because there was one of them that was obviously going to generate more goods. Right. And that's how every game played. You would just look at the building market and go, not good, not good, not good, almost good, best. And then you would just make sure you put your guy on best and home, best and home. And you just did that over and over and over again the whole game, trying to buy buildings. So it just became this, I don't know.
1: It was just too hard to gain every time. Right. Yeah.
0: So that's what I have to say about Harbor. It's it does give you uh, a full experience
1: in a small package. In a
0: small package, but it's just and it's a cheap game, isn't it? I think it's like fifteen or twenty.
1: Yeah. See, for that price point, I can definitely see why you
0: would get it. Right, and it plays in thirty minutes. And if if you weren't going to make a five game series of it, you probably do okay with one game.
1: Yeah. But, or if you did, like you said, if you did like a house rule where you don't spend all of your resources, that, mean, that would, would that's alleviate a, game a lot of problems. Yeah, I wish you'd have mentioned that before we. I, we we could have tried it and yeah. talked about it. Yeah, I don't want to get it back out right now. Well, not right now, but maybe we could do that. <laughs> revisit it. later. I played
0: a game like that. I beat you. It's my favorite. game. It was actually fun for you. <laughs> I
1: know. I was just getting tromped.
0: <laughs> I like tromping you. I know. Uh, so, what would you give this out of five on a difficulty scale? To teach. Yeah, for someone to learn it.
1: I don't it. think it was that hard to learn. Right. Um, maybe a three.
0: Yeah, I'd say it just bumps over that three. Just I mean, barely, yeah. It's it's not it's like I would give like a like Tapple for instance, that we talked about earlier. I would say is a one. Oh yeah. And you know, I would say this isn't quite a two. It has a little more to it. You, there's a little more thought, like forethought, to play competitively. I would give it.
1: A, I'd, I'd say give probably it a three. three. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> not too bad. Uh, what would you give this out of five on a rating?
1: It Because I'm taking the price point into consideration and the fact that you can always house rule things to make it a little more enjoyable, I, I would give it a three because it was a satisfactory experience. Mm-hmm. Um, for the size and the price, that really makes it a lot better. If I, If I were you know if i know that the only time i really get to play games is when i go somewhere i'm going out i'm go- going to a friend's house whatever and i don't want to have to haul a lot of games i think it's a good purchase right um so i'll give it a 3 but it's a weak 3
0: right i'm the same way it's barely a 3 uh-huh. and i think i think it, if it if i house that's if i house ruled it from now on to not spend all of your market items and to save the component like the resources you didn't use I think if I house ruled the whole game to do that, I think it probably could sit in the three spot. But even then it's just, it's by its fingertips onto the three.
1: I think if we did that, I'd take it to a high three, maybe like verging on a four because it is so cheap and portable. (laughs)
0: Right. right. Uh, I think there's a lot of variety in the box. I think it tries really hard. I think that there's obviously, you are a little at the mercy of the cards that come out. Like my, one of my guys on game four, (laughs) I played a guy who had two anchor spots and these anchors, they do nothing except give you bonuses based on cards that are in the market row. So it'll say like, and you heard in the in the game we were playing where if I play on this spot, I get one stone per anchor. Right. You know, well, I had a guy who started with two anchors and could never gain any more anchors. And we didn't draw in a single anchor card. Yeah. The whole game. Yeah. Into the market. So I lost soundly. In you know? that game
1: that we played, that we recorded, yeah. there was nothing but those anchor bonuses. Right. Right. And I didn't have a single anchor.
0: Not I, one. I, I think there's there's quite a bit of, of variety, but you can be a victim of that chaos. You right. know? And and I have been. so.
1: And I think that one card needs <laughs> to be ripped up and thrown away. Which one? That swap it card. You can oh, swap the yours. The Imaginarium.
0: To... Yeah. It was that terrible. thing is a
1: waste of time right. and space.
0: Every We had it come out in three games and we never used it. Not no, I tried.
1: Time. You heard me try, and it was a waste of my time. Right, right. It just took up a, a building hole, and that was nuh-uh. Get rid of that thing. Right.
0: So. Well, that is uh, our review of Harbor, and that is the end of Tabcast Forty Seven. Now, we hope you enjoyed it, and on our next episode, and is going to be it's going to be in two weeks. But before that. If you enjoyed this episode, you could like our Facebook page, talk about board games, or our Instagram, also talk about board games, or you could follow us on Twitter at ta board games, or you could review us on iTunes. That's we got plenty of time. Two weeks is plenty of time or to you do can all that.
1: Email us and say <laughs> you guys are stupid. Gosh,
0: quit. No, I'm just kidding. Don't we will it. email you back and say same to you, buddy. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> Uh, remember when we talked about holiday with the family games an hour ago? That was contributed by our guild. Most of that discussion was added by the guild members. So you could, in the next two weeks before our next episode, find and join the guild by going to talkaboutboardgames.com and clicking the forums button at the top left of the page to get there. Now, our next episode, we celebrate Black Friday. Oh, is this going to be on
1: a Black Friday?
0: Yep. When Frank joins us playing the game of Demonic Conflict when we play the game The Others. Thank you for listening.
1: I'm going to the bank.
0: Would you like to open an account? No. <laughs> I'm on check system. <laughs> I thought I had money. I don't. Is that what this is asking? It's just
1: $100 no. to open an account. Oh, I have to have oh, money to do that? Dang.